Whoa, this is The Illusion, reporting from somewhere on Spaceship Earth. How's everyone doing here? It is, uh, it's technically still May 1st in my dream. I don't know what the date is in your dream, but uh, wherever you are, hello, hope you're doing well. So, I mean, the first, the first news is, is you can officially find the High Frequency Tribe podcast on the iTunes search today. I just got officially confirmed as, as uh, having all my stuff in position to be a podcaster. So I'm recording all of these live streams and um, I'm uploading them in the podcast form. For all of those of you who have been asking me to do this over the years, I finally got it together and um, pulled it off. Well, thank you. I don't know if there's any congratulations in order. Again, it was another one of those things that was really far easier to do than I, I outthought myself. And I really want to thank my spiritual advisor, Melissa, out there for uh, pushing me over the ledge. She uh, she uploaded her her stuff onto a podcast format. She does short form podcasts, and uh, I she sent it to me, and I listened to it, and it was great. And I was like, "How did you do it?" And she was like, "Well, you just got to go to Anchor." And I'm like, "I got an Anchor account." And then I was like, how do you go from Anchor to iTunes and all these podcast platforms? And she sent me the information and it was a lot. I, there's a, like a like a process where you, you go, I'd read a bunch of, I hate reading stuff on the, uh, on the computer. So I, I, read, I actually read the stuff because I'm, you know, I have some time. I'm doing the big like boom and I'm expanding into the new paradigm. That's my mission right now is to expand into the new paradigm. And um, I read the stuff and it basically you got to go take your podcast and put it through this like check and like check, check engine light phase, this website, and then make sure it's all copacetic and then you upload it and there's like a, an approval process. And I think the approval process is just to make sure that your stuff is compatible to the format. And I got my email today, three days later, like, boom, dude, you're an official on the uh, search. You can type in high frequency tribe into the, uh, iTunes search engine and, uh, You'll see my mug there with owls sitting on my shoulders. There is a high frequency vibe podcast. It's kind of cool where I like the other podcasts that come up and near me are uh, no soda cans tonight. We're just drinking a little uh, little uh, kombucha, dude. So um, so today was interesting. Today I I'm gonna give today an interesting. I'll give you a full recap. Recap. Little recap of uh today i went to downtown la i went to city hall today for the uh free california protests i went to check it out and participate in it and be part of it and you know what you know what was interesting we're getting close to the uh to the haircut smash that like button dude yeah 
So we, so I, it was interesting. So I went down to downtown LA and I'll tell you what right off the bat was interesting was 37 minutes, dude, full, no traffic, like kind of crazy. Like the, the, the 101, 405 interchange, nothing. The 101, inter, 101, 134 interchange, nothing. The 101, 110 interchange, nothing. Same thing on the way back. Pretty trippy. It's pretty trippy to be driving through Los Angeles at 11 o'clock in the morning on a Friday and be able to drive full speed, no problem. So, I mean, there was like, it was kind of cool because you don't get to do that ever, maybe 30 years ago. It kind of reminded me of driving back when I first started driving in the, uh, the mid to late 80s. The roads weren't quite as congested. I talk about that a lot. Like I've seen exponential, exponential population growth in my lifetime. The roads have gotten more crowded. The hillsides have gotten more developed. You know, it's, it's obvious to someone who's 50 years old who pays attention that uh, it's really going on. And so, uh, so uh, I went down to the, uh, the protest the first the first amendment gathering of patriots and uh i right off the bat i ran into this um persian lady and her daughter and the, and at the uh, little pay to park kiosk they had their american flags and then the next person there was a uh was an armenian dude an older guy and so I got to, tie, you know, I talked to everybody now. I'm like, are you guys here for the rally? They're like, yeah, they had their American flags. And the old guy was like, you know, I've been taking it easy the last, you know, but now they're taking away our freedoms. And man, I know what this looks like. So these were all Americans who had come from other places on the planet and were like, what is going on here? And we're not buying into this anymore. So they were down there and it was cool. I talked to them for a while and that the daughter of the gal, she was like, dude, my, I'm like, my credit card debt's piling up, man. This is bad news. Like people aren't gathering that like the coup isn't the problem. It's this financial thing's the real problem. So anyway, I went down there and right off the bat, the commies were there. There was a bunch of Antifa commies blocking the road, dude, doing like their May Day protest. And it was pretty pathetic. But they, you know, they blocked the roads and the cops were there. And so the, you go in front of City Hall and there was, I want to say there was about a thousand people there. I, I might be, there was a thousand people overall. And I have a good eye for protests. I've been in a lot of protests in my lifetime. And so uh, there was a, a thousand people in front of L.A. City Hall and there was, you know, there were cars everywhere with people waving flags and honking. It was it was loud and people were, were raising their uh, their uh, raising their flags, doing the thing. And um, I will say this is uh, it wasn't your typical crowd at all. I, I was uh, I will say at. Um, Aaron McLeod, thank you for the uh, the red donation. I appreciate that, Aaron. Thank you. I, w I will uh, tell you this is the predominant demographic at this rally was women. There were more women 
there with American flags and and unlock California than anybody else. And it wasn't white women. Actually, I would say the demographic of the women, you know, we live in America. So, so I guess what I would say is, is they were, there was a large majority of what I would describe as Persian women there. I don't know, Jewish, Persian, that, you know, of that kind of, yeah, I don't take people, I'm not taking people's temperatures. I'll take an eighth, Elijah, right on. And so uh, there was a lot of women there, which I thought was cool because I've been to, like I said, I've been to a lot of protests and uh, you never see this many women. And I'll tell you what, it, everyone was, uh, you know, there was your standard rebel rousers there and, you know, toothless bucks and your, your typical don't tread on me types. But there was a, there was a large contingent of, of black Americans there that were uh, full MAGA all the way. The blacks that were there, they were they had Trump signs and Trump 2020, and they were not playing. They were there to let, let the world know that they were MAGA all the way. Like they weren't even there to be like, unlock America. They were like MAGA all the way. And then, uh, and then there was a, a, a diverse crew. There was, there was people of, of, what I, I guess Indian, there was a lot of Asians there. There were some rooftop Koreans and there was a lot of people there and a lot of flags and a lot of interest. Dude, people are awake. I've never been at a more awake protest slash rally in my life. And I, like I said, I've been to a lot of them. All the signs were like, follow the money, this is a scam, the vaccine stuff. There was there was a bunch of uh, officially RNs there, which is registered nurses, wearing their official scrubs and with their hospital IDs on, with signs going, dude, this is a hoax. And they don't mean that it's a hoax, that there isn't any, any woo-flu or coof, just that the numbers are a hoax. That's basically what they're... And I videoed it all, but it just doesn't make that interesting of a YouTube video. And uh, there was a lot of people handing out good information, dude, and just just awake people. I talked to a bunch of people, and there was a you know who you know who I bumped into was a, a couple of of Bernie Sanders people that had been awoken by Bernie Sanders and had gotten so burned by the Democrats that they were now full Trumpers, dude. It was pretty. Tr it was in, they were young too. They, they, I got to talking to them and they were talking about how that, that they had gotten awoken, awake, had woken up to the whole scam that was going on via, via being basically just Bernie people and then watching Bernie get burned in 2016. And then they started asking a lot of questions. And the more questions they asked, the more they got to the, uh, whoa, there's more here that's going on than um, beats the eye. So it, it was an it was an interesting thing. And uh, I was stoked I went, man. I, you know, it was, like I said, it, like I haven't been in a large group of human beings in quite some time. So it was, it was interesting to be about around a bunch of stoked people. These weren't like scared people or even slightly everyone everyone had their masks on and was playing the role to the best they could and um 
a lot of media there, a lot of cops there, a couple commies. There were some commies there. And um, it was, uh, like I said, it was good. It was good because, uh, you know, Newsom, our, our Satan Newsom, the governor, has gone from it's not going to be months, it's going to be weeks, to it's not going to be weeks, it's going to be days. Because the protest in, at Los Angeles City Hall was court, there was a bunch of them throughout the state. Like there were, and there's like a couple counties that are going to fully go rogue against Newsom's like stay at home stuff. And so I think politically they're feeling the pressure. And, you know, this is all about money is, is basically California wants the federal government to bail them out. Same with New York and, and Illinois. This is now about this is now about essentially the state governments holding their population hostage to have the federal governments pay off their uh, what do they call it? Their uh, the their their uh, pension plans for all their people because the pension plans are all bloated. That's why all these states are bankrupt. Is the uh, what do they call that man? The word slipping my mind. So anyway, that was cool. And then there was this 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 was interesting. And this is more what this uh, live stream is really about. So there was uh, so in L A. There's a couple other YouTubers that I'm kind of interested in. I I follow their work. And um, I've kind of had been a, been a mission of mine to like finally find these guys because they're always out at these events. But, you know, like most of these events, I don't need to go to some commie protest or whatever. And uh, so I was like, oh, these guys will be there. So I was kind of looking for them. And I went up to the one dude as a as a as a YouTuber. Right. When I, I, when I hear someone go, yo, illusion, or they, they are they, you that guy? I'm like, yeah, right on. And I try to be like super, like congeal, con, congenial, 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 and uh, approachable and friendly. So I went up to this dude and I was like, yo, I'm not going to mention this YouTuber's name or their channel because, uh, I'll, you'll, you'll get it. You'll get it in a second. So I was like, yo, hey. And uh, I walked over to them because I saw them coming. They're like, hey. And I go, hey, man, you know, I, I really dig your your work and what you're about. And I go, I'm a fellow YouTuber and stuff. And I go, I would be stoked if I could do an interview with you. And he blew me off. And I was like, slightly offended. I have to, I have to, uh, I have to say I was, I was a little put off. I, and so I, I rolled it over to this thing of like, okay, this person's like, this is kind of what they do is these mass events type of stuff. And, um, uh, so I was, uh, I was sitting there and I, and I kind of thought about it cause I was like, all right, this dude, just the, the, Quote, unquote, I got to go meet my producer. And I was like, all right, you know, and I know a little bit where this, how this dude's making his money, dude. He's got some, some decent backers back there. All right, dude, you're out of here. I don't like you. And uh, oh, I don't have any wrenches in this chat right now. It does not look like a uh, zombie apocalypse Cherokee 92s here. Carry a heavy wrench, brother. 
Let's see, do I have any of other wrenches here? Same with you, James Jameson. Just smash them, dude, with your spanner. And um, and so I uh, I was, uh, what's up, Steve G? Island Ryland, there's a heavy wrench right there. Good, good man. And um, so I was like, all right. Like the dude scampered off to go meet his producer. And I was like, did I just get blown off by another YouTuber? Like, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, like, I don't really think of myself as anything special. I'm just a dude with an iPhone, but I'm, I'm, I am a YouTuber by definition. And I have a substantial group. I have, I have this dude. <laughs> I have one of these, bro. Like, there's my credential. I should have had this and been like, hey, bro, will you do an interview with me? I got one of these, bro. <laughs> but uh, alas, he had bigger fish to fry. And uh, I wasn't really that butthurt about it at the time. And and I'm not really butthurt about it at all. I just, it annoyed, it's annoyed me through as, as the day progressed when I kind of did the post-game analysis that went down. So then... This, this YouTuber sort of rolls with another YouTuber and their channel. And I was like, is the person holding that YouTuber's camera the wife of this other YouTuber? And I'm like, that's okay. They're fully interconnected. And this dude was is cooler. And I think I kind of like his work a little bit better. And I was like, hey, what's going on, man? Like I like he has a signature thing. And I was like, hey, you've upgraded your signature. I'm not going to hype him up either, dude. And I was. I was just checking their scene out and they had their hustle on. So I went like I got a YouTube. I was just there to participate, man. It's American, dude. But I was had my camera going and I was doing my thing and uh yeah fitz cat you you got it yeah and his and his cohort and uh i was ch and I, so i went up to him as well and i was like hey man like i'm a i'm like i'm a fellow youtuber and i got sort of snubbed there too and i was like whatever dude i don't care man and so i went i went home right Cause, uh, cause I'll tell you, let me see. Right. So when you go, when you go into the thing, I'm just, I'm just checking something here. All right. So when you go to the thing, there's, I, I don't know what it is, but there's like this thing with YouTubers where they think where their number gets to be a certain number and they think they're all that, right? And, I, and, and I'll do the same with the sticks and hammer cat, dude. Though he does have a pretty lucrative business on Amazon with his books. But he's got 400,000 people. Uh, great. I get it. It's, it is an accomplishment, man. You know, I, it, it takes a while to build a base like that. But so this, this, the first dude who blew me off, the first YouTuber to blow me off, like I just went and looked at his thing. He's got, he's got basically twice as many subscribers as I do. But he's also backed by big, big money that I would argue is 
questionable in its nature. Like the Blaze. Let's I'll just be clear with the Blaze. And the Blaze is a Glenn Beck operation, I believe. And the Blaze I would consider to be those the uh who are the dudes the Groypers are always call what are the Groypers are always calling them out, dude? They're the uh the grifters. So there's a the you know the Blaze and Glenn Beck are grifters, man. I they they're anti-Trump. They're they're so they're yeah, follow the money. So this dude's fine. The one dude's definitely financed by the Blaze. I know that. But what I guess what I'm getting at was you really get to like we're YouTubers. I'm a YouTuber, dude. Like, like I'm which means by definition I'm like of the people. I, I think that's the way. If anyone who's ever met me, no, Sticks is cool, but the way he talks about himself on his like. I reach and I do all this. Like, bro, you're a YouTuber, bro. I'm just a YouTuber, man. I don't I don't think that... I guess what I'm saying is like, you can't be a YouTuber and have an ego. I think that, that that's like, a, like, to me is slightly disingenuous, I guess is what I'm saying. There's, there, you like, like I have an ego. I sit in front of a camera and talk to people and like claim I have some sort of valued opinion. So by definition, I'm slightly narcissistic as well. But what I'm giving, getting, given, getting, getting to is that as a YouTuber, we all got to stick together in that sense. We have Susan with chicka, 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 trying to delete all of our channels. We have all of our ad revenue dropping. We're really all kind of, well, not me, more, this guy's getting funded by the blaze. So whatever, man. And, um, I don't know, dude. I like, I, I like part of what I think is as a, as a YouTuber is like, and I've learned this over time is like, it's an honor and a privilege to have someone walk up to me and go, Hey, are you that guy or, hey, what's up, illusion? And come and want to do a selfie or or have some of my time. The only, and, and I've even had a couple times, like I told you, I ran into those two cats at doing, buying a sweater with my wife during Christmas and we were on a date and I was just, I was a little awkward be, just because I was in date mode with my wife shopping for pink sweaters, dude. So I was just caught a little off guard. But but I even felt self-conscious about it because I wasn't forthcoming enough with my gratitude for the gift of their acknowledgement of appreciating my work. So when I ran into this dude today, I was like stoked on the work he does. I think he does a good job. So I, I really, my whole intent of, of wanting to interview this guy and just set up the space with it was to promote this dude's channel because I think he does good work. But again, apparently, dude, like when you're financed by fat cats, you don't really care. I think I saw that today. And again, I asked myself this because I, I, I don't, there is no, it's, it's fully dependent upon viewer donations and if you buy a piece of art. That, that's the extent of my, my uh, corporate largesse here. And so 
I was thinking about it today after this freedom rally and I was like, very, I guess what I'm getting at is this, is like, we really got to be careful as a society about these parasites. And I, I'm not going to say that these dudes are, they could have just been busy in their space. I'll give them the, the benefit of the doubt. But I did announce myself as I'm a fellow YouTuber. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like, yeah, I'm that guy. I'm the bull cut guy. So what? But, but, but. But I can go, look, I can go into my thing and look at my my dumb haircut video, Scott. It's, see, but that's the thing. If you want to compare um, analytics, dude, that's lame too, dude. Like, I'm just a dude with an iPhone that that, that wants to, to, to participate in the game. So I, I think I was a little disappointed, I think, after all said and done. Because, like, I'd been kind of, like, waiting to bump into this dude at one of these things. Cause I wanted to like, kind of like cross pollinate our work a little bit and be like, Hey dude, you want to like, I would love to have you talk to my channel so that you could get some of my subscriber base over to your channel. Cause you're more of a, a news dude, but alas, that did not happen. You know what I'm saying? So I guess it was that thing where I, it, it made me realize how grateful I am that I'm somewhat humble. Where I do, like, because so, someone did come up to me at the at the thing. I had my face diaper on and some girl came up to me and looked at me and she's like, are you on YouTube? And I go, the bowl cut guy. And she's like, oh my God, it is you, dude. Like, you know, I had a moment. She's like, I just want to like, dude, I really love your like video. It, like entertained me. It made me laugh. And I was like, that's awesome. So I guess what I'm saying is like, I didn't really get the snubbing because I went and looked at the dude's numbers. Like, yeah, he gets more views pretty well when he puts flips on a live stream. He's got way more viewers, but that's not what it's all about. You know what I mean? Again, I think I, I think it's the revolution hoarder thing. I, I was talking to my friend about it the other day when I was an activist up in, and I was talking about on the, 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 the stream last night was when I was an activist, all these people that were kind of hip and happening in the thing were what I would call revolution hoarders. And I thought that's kind of what these two dudes were on a certain level. Like I tried to make contact but I was sort of brushed off. And I go, whatever, dude. I don't need you. I just wanted to, I just wanted to participate, man. I just wanted to help you guys out, dude, because I think you guys do good work. But if you want to blow me off, I'll say that the second dude I actually bumped into again and we chit-chatted a little bit. But again, it's interesting. There's so much on the uh like like this is part of the psychology of it too, is they're so busy sticking their camera and microphone in other people's faces to get clips and stuff that they're super almost defensive about you talking to them. Like, who are you to be talking to me? I talk to you. It was sort of like that. It was very weird because I'm just a dude just trying to chit chat, man. And uh, good night, standing foot. And so... um. Green glass full. My intro to you was the early going sober vids that are, I guess, deleted. All your stuff is cool. 
The early going sober vids, they're all, they should all be up there. James Jameson, are you into wet shaving or or where can we I buy art? Uh, James Jameson, uh, what is wet shaving? Um, I have the Etsy links down below on my uh, description. There's an Etsy link. All my st I have been a little slow on the art lately. I know all my early sobriety vids should all be up there. Unless they're deleting my stuff, dude. Let me let me see, dude. I can't. I can't. I wouldn't imagine they're they're uh, they're deleting my stuff. Let me see. Let me get to the studio here and uh, check it out, dude. Videos. I don't even know. I got they got so many videos up here. I wouldn't even know. A search across your channel. Let me see. So. Bryanty. Let's see. Yeah, the sobriety videos are. Wait, sobriety. Sobriety part four. There should be some other sobriety. Sobriety part three. Yeah, there's the early ones, 2018, Sobriety Part 2, Sobriety Part 1. Those are the ones with sobriety in the title. And all the early ones are in there too somewhere. Dude, I, I've never been at um, Green Glassville, the what are you going to do with that beer man one? What are you going to do with that beer man what are you going to do with that beer? Yeah, that's in there. That's, uh, I just looked it up. That's, um, that's, uh, type under sobriety, sobriety part. Yeah, it's just sobriety part one. That's speed squares, hand grenades. Yeah, it's sobriety part one, dude. 10 years sobriety. And then I, the other one with the, what are you going to do with the, I, that story comes up a lot. I did a nine year sober one. It's in, it's in there, dude. Just, you just go into my time. It's sobriety part one, I believe. James Jamison, where it's where you use a safety razor, shaving brush, creams, or soaps. It's less irritation, closer shaving. It's more fun to do. Nah, the straight razor thing. I'm, I'm cool with that, dude. I'm not that coordinated, dude. I'll I'll tell I'll tell you my, the thing I I just use a uh, a lady's razor for my face. You know what I mean? The the five bladed gnarly one they make the la the Venus. I use the Venus, dude. That's my that's my trick, dude. I use the Venus because you know I figured I figured if the razor is made for a, a vagina, dude, it's definitely can handle a face. <laughs> That's my, that's my take on that, dude. <laughs> so anyway, where, where was I? I was talking about these other YouTubers, man. So yeah, I was slightly put off by that. And I was a little let down. I I was sort of like let down. I was like, dude, I kind of want, I was like looking forward to like, I'd sort of for the last like year been like, ah, I can't wait to meet these dudes. I can do a collaboration with them, dude. We're all on the same page, but maybe they're not on the same page. Maybe they are grifters, dude. I think those dudes, the, the Roiper guys are on it, man. 
The Groiper guys. What, what's the main Groiper dude? What is the main Groiper dude's name, dude? What, what's that guy's name? He's kind of interesting. There are, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the, these new, you gotta be careful of the grifters, man. Because I'll tell you what, the grifters, anyone who's too ideologically stuck in one spot is a grifter in my book, dude. They're clicky. Yeah, but I was disappointed because as, like I said, as a dude who spends, who spent 10 years on this side of the, uh, the YouTube, Nick Fuentes, that's it. This 10 years on this side of the YouTube thing. Oh, my hair is looking a little, it's, it's ready. We're almost ready for the blindfold. I just got to figure out how to cover my eyes and do this. Cause I'm doing the bowl cut maintenance, the, the, the coof cut with a blind blindfolded. I think I can do it blindfolded. Oh yeah, I can do it blindfolded. I don't need to open my eyes. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I was thinking about just putting duct tape over my eyes, but I was like sort of worried. I think of what I do is I put cotton under there, right? I put cotton balls under there and then I just duct tape my eyes so they're protected. Because I was going to do it with like something, but then it would interfere with the hair and then I'm doing it blind. I know I'm hyping it up a little bit, dude. But I think at this stage of the game, like I can't just do a rego bowl cut. I gotta go. No, no, I cover that. I cover my eyebrows with protective stuff. Don't worry. So yeah, so so that was uh, that was the uh, the freedom for California rally. And what was kind of interesting during the freedom for I told you that about Newsom back down on a certain level, and then I, I boogied out of there. And then somebody sent me this, but it came broken. Matt, Matt Ellers. Matt Ellers sent me this tip your talker coffee cup, but then it, it came in pieces, dude. But I, I, contact, I contacted the gal on Etsy. So I just want to thank you, Matt Ellers, dude, because it really is the thought that counts. Don't worry. She'll send me a new one, dude. I'm an Etsyer too, so. But I, I'll tell you what, dude. There's a dude who's sold some coffee cups in his time. The packaging was really not that good. Like, like I'll tell you what. If you order a coffee cup from me, it's not showing up broken at all. Because what I do, I'll, I'll explain it. I, I put... The coffee cups come in these boxes with these things and I cut the things out and then I stuff them in a box and I put paper in there so they're totally immobilized. This thing came in pieces. I was super disappointed. As a, as a, as a fellow Etsyer, and my first, my first reaction, again, just like the meeting the YouTuber guys, was I was like, I'm not even gonna bug her, dude. Like, I know what it is. Like, she's gonna send me another coffee cup and basically it's like the way it works is she'll send me another coffee cup. So the first coffee cup she'll have sent me will basically be a break even. And then you lose all the revenue on the second coffee cup. So I'm like, dude, you don't need to. But then I was like, hey, man, so someone gifted it to me for my channel. So I was like, I got to get that just out of respect for Matt Eller so I can drink coffee, dude. And and um that kind of thing. I 
that the yeah the coffee cup. I don't know how anybody's slinging coffee cups on on Etsy. I'll tell you what, dude. The the they're expensive to ship, dude. And they're expensive too, dude. But uh, you know, I still have some coffee cups, dude. I should, but they're 2019, dude. Just ignore it. You can't really ignore 2020, can you? So, um, where was I? I'm going to, I'm going to have to do like a commercial, like a break where I reset my podcast though. Cause I re- it only has an hour of recording time and, uh, I want to make sure that the, it's got the same quality. Jack Shields in the house. So anyway, I went and I picked up my broken coffee cup from my PO box and uh, I came home, I went for a bike ride. I did go for a little bike ride around the lake and that was nice. And then, you know what we did tonight? My, there's, my buddy got a hold of me and we had like a college reunion via some app called Clubhouse, Hangout House, Party House. I don't know what it is. It's not, it's not the one I won't mention. It's some other one animal house or something so it was kind of cool dude i saw some people i hadn't seen in like 25 years dude there was there was all my 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 friends that i used to eat acid with and get loaded and make trouble with were all there dude and uh they we all had kids and we were all at home and uh it was pretty funny dude it was uh it was an interesting evening to say the least because uh I had a house party. That's it. House party. Yeah, that's it. And um, surfing Long Island. Yeah, ditch planes, dude. Rockaway, bro. Is that Long Island? Yeah, I think Rockaway's on Long Island. Jenna Jameson is all that comes to mind. Jenna Jameson, dude. Dude, isn't... No, dude. It's the porn chick. Damn it, man. Hamish, you got a choice of a perfect beach home or a perfect mountain home. What are you talking? Taking. Mountain home, dude. The funny thing is, is you could live in Big Sur and have both. But uh, yeah, I think I would go for a, a, a mountain home. I really do find that the mountains are far more versatile than the beach. A lot more to do. You get you get you get the kind of the right the right mountain home where you can grow some crops and ride the horses and do a little snowboarding and you, you know mountains are mountains are pretty rad, dude. I'm I'm a mountain guy at heart. Nineteen ninety nine, and uh, I live in Texas now. Old buddies, so the old buddies. Thanks, PJ. So the old buddies. So it was, uh, it was trippy, dude. So there was, I was uh, suddenly like with the old buddies, dude. But it was funny, like everyone was older. <laughs> but I'll tell you what was so weird. I was the only one besides that was pretty much like sober. They were like people like smoking weed. I'm like, dude, you got like you guys are like 50, dude. What are you doing smoking like joints, getting drunk and stuff? I was like, it's like weird to me. 
Like, it's like, it, I don't like, it's funny, like, and I don't care what, what other people do, but I was, I was thinking about how weird it kind of is to be middle-aged and still getting loaded. To me, getting loaded is a, a, a youthful pursuit. You know what I mean? I can't, I couldn't imagine being loaded in this stage of my life. It just does not make any sense. Being, being out of my mind in my twenties makes total sense to me. Like what, what, what I did with those people I was hanging out with tonight, like makes total sense to me. Hanging out when I'm 50 and I got children drinking beers and smoking joints seems weird to me, man. I'm like, I, I couldn't even, I, I could, Al, Al was giving me such trouble that not I had to like lay down the law and be like stern for a bit. And uh, I would, I can't imagine how annoying it would be to try to like be drinking beers and disciplining your children. It seems like a fail. I don't know, dude. I, I just couldn't, I don't, it's, it's, I couldn't imagine it, dude. It's, it's tough enough being a parent stone cold sober, man. Like, I couldn't imagine being on that. Like, you know, when you get stoned and you're like, it's like after the high, you know, you have your like high and you're like, yeah. And then there's the after the high. Like when I used to smoke weed, my main thing was to do was not to eat food. Cause the minute like I got the the minute I I ate food, it was like the downer part of the high began. As long as I didn't eat food, it was pretty good to go. But the minute the munch, the minute I stuck food in my mouth, it was game over. So I I couldn't imagine being like stoned, and that point where you're like burnt, and then dealing with like a child being like, read me a book. Like I'll just come like read me a book. I think that's why you just stick them in front of a TV. You're old, yeah, I know. Yeah, but that's what youth is for. That's what youth is for is just like tearing it up, dude. Like I tore it up. It was funny. These guys were reminding me how much I tore it up, dude. I was a dude. I was a renegade, man. I was a renegade. It was funny seeing all these dudes after 25 years and like being like, yeah, they know. They know what kind of mischief I can get 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 into, what kind of crazy adventures I can lead, dude. It was, it was, uh, it was interesting. None of them were surprised that I was in in downtown L.A. today, just demanding to be freed from my captivity, dude. Because I'm like, dude, I ain't. They're like, I go, I'm not. No, we're not staying in Coofantine, dude. The, Corona Chan can suck it, dude, as far as I'm concerned at this point. But uh let me get it, let me wet my whistle here. Oh, and then there was this other thing today that slightly annoyed me. So I'd sent an email to Owl's preschool. Was like, hey man, like don't charge us for May because it doesn't look like we're going to get into school or anything. And like we we were more than willing to pay for April because, you know, we wanted to support the teachers and all that stuff. And But don't charge us for May. 
And I got charged for May and I got this email like it's in the contract and this and that and this and that. And it sort of like got me super like for the first time since this began, like like pissed where I was like, what do you mean you're charging me? Like you didn't, you guys like, they didn't do like, it's not like they took, they did any sort of like online. There was not one single virtual class where Al met all his little friends online for the afternoon. No teachers being like, hey, we're going to do like a class every couple days just to keep your children all like in the loop together and make sure they're they're a-okay. Like it was like crickets till I got the bill today. And the bill was kind of like heavy handed a little bit like, hey, blah, 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 dude, we're going to get school started when they lift the thing here in May and blah, 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 blah. But you know, Part of the school contract is, you know, and I'm sitting there and my and me being myself, I was like, if any of these teachers down there are collecting unemployment, dude, this is double dipping and I'm going to bust them all. Like, I'm not getting double dipped. Like this is before I've even talked to anyone. I'm just, my head just, <laughs> and uh, I was like, dude, cause it's a lot. It's a lot of dough, you know, in the midst of a, uh, financial depression here and I was like all right and uh I called the wife and I was like what do you think and she's like no man they shouldn't be charging us that's not cool and whatever and then I I I processed it out because I was like like I sort of got annoyed because I was like it's not like they offered any services and I'm like are they getting paid because I like part of me is like all right is the teacher the teachers are all great man I love Al's teachers man he's had a really great school experience and I really like the school and all that dude but I was like with their then I got to be like like right wing about it I was like if they're asking me to pay my tuition and they're accepting money from the federal government, dude, and the teachers are collecting any sort of unemployment. I go, I'm not paying that. That's double dipping, dude. No way. But it was my first experience with any entity that was sort of like heavy handed about wanting their money. Like, and I was like, yeah, even my credit card people and my car payment people were like, hey, man, just, you know, I know we're all going through this right now, but if you need to make any sort of arrangements, just it's it's all okay, dude. We can we can kick it out the can down the road and everything will be fine, man. The school was like, just charged me on my credit card and sent out an email. And I was just like, this is the only time I've heard from you in like 30 days, dude. And uh so what am I getting out of this deal? If you guys are paying, asking me to pay tuition to pay for your teachers, I haven't had any of your teachers even call me to ask how their student is doing in light of this being a giant psychological disaster for small children. I mean, that's why when this all began, I went and hunkered down with another family with a child that was Owl's age, dude. Like we left our home and went to and stayed in another home for a month so that Al could be with another child because we looked at it, we thought about it. We're like, dude, like Al not having any friend for a month or longer, that's not right at all. So we, we, uh, 
we left our own home. I mean, we went to a way better compound and safer compound, but the main driving force was to make sure that Owl had a friend to play with. And they really did. They had a great time, dude. So it was all worth it. But so, so anyway, what I'm getting to is, so I got super like in my head about it where I was like, ah, this is super annoying to me and I don't like this and I'm, this isn't right. And I call my wife back and I go, hey, look, I go, there's really two options here. I go, the first option is we just, we just let it go. We just be like, all right, man, like whatever. We signed some contract. Okay, like whatever. And then I go, the other option is we push back on the whole thing. And my wife's like, yeah, we should push back. And I go, but it's Friday and it's 3.30 and I don't want to carry this with me all weekend. And she's like, well, we'll sit on it. I go, no, I don't, I don't want to sit on it. I, I need to just come to some sort of resolution about what I'm going to do about it now. Because if I'm going to fight it, like I'm going to fight it. Because I, I was just about to call the teachers and be like, hey, are you collect, is the school paying you or are you collecting unemployment? Because I just wanted to know on principle alone. And then I decided this. And this was my resolution to it that I talked to with my wife about. I was like, well, we're going to pay it. And we're going to let it be supporting a local small business, which is this small school. And if, and if they aren't playing legit, we're not going to be the only parents. Guaranteed, we're not the only parents on May 1st being like, what? what? Like, I'm paying. Like, what? And um, so... Uh, So, uh, I, uh, I made peace with it, I guess is, is what I'm saying. But there was a certain aspect where I still had to like the self-talking mind was just like, you're getting screwed and rah, rah, rah. And I was like, and then, so, but that was before I got home and then I got home and I had the conference with my buddies and, um, and I, I, I got back into like, no, this is like the new paradigm, the new expansion. Like this is like, like there's going to be a giant like gold rush coming if you're like worried about finances and all that kind of stuff. If you're on the like winning side and then right when I thought that like the new paradigm and not like about like finances and stuff like that, about the new paradigm, the expansion is right when I got my email saying that my podcast is, was officially on iTunes. And I was like, all right, dude, I get it, dude. We're blowing it up, man. It's going to blow up here, dude. We're going to, we're going iTunes and you can download it and stick it in your phone and take it with you on a walk. But whatever. I mean, that's, that's a day in the life, right? Just the standard thing. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I was, I, there was, see, cause the thing was, is I was like, and this is like the crazy again for like the thing I says, like, I'm like, as far as the school that he goes to in that community, like I'm pretty well connected. Like I could go down, I could go down to city hall and have their business license, like fully investigated and yanked. And like, I could have the city manager call these people and be like, so what are you doing with this dude's tuition? Or I could call up my friend at the newspaper and be like, hey, man, like I'm getting stuffed by the school. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, I'm like that dialed in where I was like, I could cause a rebellion, man, about this school. 
And, but I needed to squash that. I guess is what I'm getting at is part of realizing like power is realizing that power comes at, in the form of restraint. When you know that you can absolutely like lay waste to some sort of situation, you no longer need to. It was like the minute I realized I could actually like go to town on this whole situation. I was like, ah, I don't need to, dude. It's not even worth my time, dude. Just it's, it's like if, cause, cause again, where I had to check my head is, is this about the trinkets? Is this about like attachment to interest bearing currency, which is, or is this about being, there's something questionable going on? And I go, well, if there's, I don't know if there's anything questionable going on. That's just me assuming things, which, right. Assuming things makes an ass out of you and me. And, uh, I was like, there, there's my mind again. So what I did was, again, I, I spiritually grew in that moment and realized the, the way through this was to just be a cool cucumber and do nothing. Because the alternative was to make a big stink, but that's like owl school. And even if there's only a month of school at left after this all starts, it's like it's all his little friends and stuff. And I was like, I'm going to dig my heels into the sand. And the only one who's going to get burned is my son, dude, ultimately. That's what a lot of these uptight parents don't get is like, yeah, you can go make a big stink down at the soccer field or the baseball diamond or the basketball court or the school or wherever it is. But you know who loses when you make a big stink? Your child. Sometimes you just got to be cool and be like, ah, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to take this one in the chin so that uh, my son doesn't lose out on his experience, you know? So anyway, I don't know. That's what was going on. Yeah, be a cool cucumber. Well, the whole thing is like, the reason you were given a mind was to go work it all out in your head, dude. Like, I think that was one of the great things that sobriety taught me is pause when agitated. And I, and I did, I actually got on the phone and I called my wife and she was like, I got a bunch, I'm working right now. Like, I, I got to talk to you about this school thing. She's like, all right, what do you got going? And I just like, and, I, and she was like, all right. And I go, no, I just want to work it all out right now. So I don't, so I could just know what, what kind of mental headspace I need to be in. Cause I don't like being a fence sitter. If I'm going to go like full bore, I just need to know and I'll go. And if I'm not going to go for full bore, I just need to know. But I hate having the dialogue bouncing around in my head like da 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 da. And I was like, so I made peace with it. Uh, that's a good thing, right? Elevate that frequency. I've won some more semester of college. I can't wait till everything goes back to normal. It's, it's not going back to normal, Jackson, Robert, dude. It's time to take it to the next dimension, brother. Don't wait for it. You don't want it to go back to normal. I'll tell you what, like the, the old normal was pretty funky, dude. The new normal, if what I saw today down at the Freedom Rally down at City Hall is a lot of people have woken up. Like people have been shook out of their slumber, dude. So let's let's hope it doesn't go back to normal. Let's hope that this lights a fire under everybody's ass to like get involved with their own life, man. And truly take the power back. 
You know, I've talked about it a lot. And it's, of course, it's like going to be right at the end here. Wait, let me just stop right here. I'm getting tired, but let me just, let me see if I can figure out. I'm going to see if I can figure out how to do this. Do this and um, stop.